Good morning. The first lesson comes from the sixth chapter of Numbers. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Here ends the first reading. The psalm is Psalm 8, and it will be read responsively by verse. O Lord, our Lord, how exalted is your name in all the world. Out of the mouths of infants and children, your majesty is praised above the heavens. 
You have set up a stronghold against your adversaries to quell the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and stars you have set in their courses. What, what is man that you should be mindful of him, the son of man that you should seek him out? You made him a little lower than the angels. You adore him with glory and honor. You give him mastery over the works of your hands. You put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, even the wild beasts of the field. The birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever walks in the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how exalted is your name in all the world. The second reading comes from the fourth chapter of Galatians. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Here ends the second reading. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When the angels had left him and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child. And he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated if there are children that want to come down here. Okay. Would you like to come down? or? Okay. I know it's challenging when you're, you're in the middle. You're kind of growing up. and I understand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll sit right over here then, okay? So you've heard already, I've said it two times, I'll probably say it two more times, it is New Year's Day, so a new year. When do you go back to school? Third. And your name is? Charlie. Charlie? Aubrey. Aubrey, okay. So the name of Jesus. Uh, we know how important names are, aren't they? If they call on you in class, they probably call you by name. When we know the name of someone, we can address them. And when we know their name, we can think about them and pray for them and, and we become friends. 
So that is knowing a name is important. And we know God's name. We know God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God as Creator, Savior, Advocate. And today is about the name of Jesus. So the name of Jesus means He saves, Jesus saves. But I'm going to give you a little bookmark that I, uh, I'm going to use this year. I think it's useful. I, you might have seen these before, but there are so many names for Jesus in the Bible. It's amazing. Um, and this bookmark has most of, I think all of them drawn from the Bible. You could add one more on the back. Jesus also called himself the living water. Woman at the well, he said, I'll give you this living water, Jesus. Anyway, but when you take this, Jesus at the top, and the definition of the name Jesus is here, uh, Savior of the world. The congregation's name is here, Jesus the Good Shepherd. So I want to give you the bookmark as a reminder of all the names, of, oh, thank you, of all the names of Jesus. We'll have time in children's sermons to talk about those, but just take a look at them and remember them as we begin this new year. Amen. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with Charlie and Aubrey. Amen. Thanks for coming up. still want to get a, a lectern. We have one at home and I'll bring it. To, on a day like this especially, I'm a little far away from you, but uh, I hope you can hear clearly and we're, we're not separated by distance. We're, we're close. Let us pray. Almighty God, may the words that are spoken and how we listen be guided by the Holy Spirit and true to the Holy Gospel that as we bear the name of Christ, we may carry his name, his love, and his grace to everyone that we meet. In our Lord's name we pray, amen. So today on this January 1st, 2023, the name of Jesus, New Year's Day, our relationship as minister and congregational family as interim pastor officially begins. But in reality, our relationship has been a little bit longer than just you meeting me today. In reality, our relationship began on October 2nd when I presided at Holy Communion and Libby preached the sermon. Then I led worship with you on October 9th, November 6th, November 20th, and worshiped with you on December 18th, the fourth Sunday in Advent, when this place was very full because the children and the youth led that worship service and they did such an excellent job under your guidance and your invitation to have the youth and children lead worship. On December 14th, I was asked to visit Stephanie Krauss at Hershey Medical Center. It was a gift for me to be able to visit her, to meet her, to meet Terry and their sons, Matt and Tim, and perhaps the biggest gift of that day was to share 
Holy Communion with Stephanie on the 14th, and she passed away on the 16th, two days later. On December 30th, uh, just last Friday, I officiated at Stephanie's inurnment in your columbarium and her funeral service here in this sanctuary. So we are not really strangers. I may not know all your names yet, and you may not know my name, but we are surely not strangers. Because I've seen your love for Stephanie and your care for Terry, Tim, and Matt and their family. You have offered and will offer care and love and support for Terry and his family in the future. I've seen your faith in God and your love for Christ our Lord, the Good Shepherd, and your listening to the Holy Spirit. I've heard your excellent music program, both by the musicians who share this ministry and those who are singing so well. I've seen your care and love for each other. You have gift of children here, and thanks again for coming up for that children's sermon. Children that you care for and teach and share leadership of worship with them. That's important. Children aren't the future of the church. Children are the church now with you, with us all. So entrusting worship to them is a wonderful gift. I've seen your commitment to the Lower Susquehanna Synod because some of your members, a member, served on Synod Council with me and I met her. Your commitment to the ELCA, to the churches in the area, to the Perry Conference, and your outreach ministry into the community and care for your neighbors. From my view, you are a vital, alive, healthy, strong congregation with deep faith in God, and you are in a transition that you did not expect. But then again, transitions, do we ever expect them? Sometimes we like to plan for them, and sometimes they surprise us. Transitions are nothing to be afraid of or fearful of. Transitions are part of the gift of living in this good garden. So I give thanks for the opportunity to join you as your interim pastor in this transition. I look forward to working with you. Please feel free to call me or uh, to see me in, in the office um, to let me know the needs that you have and who should be visited. I will follow up with that. Please tell me the truth of what you are feeling or facing. And if I'm missing something or if I'm not fulfilling your expectations, please tell me before you actually tell anyone else. I would like to know first if there's something I'm missing and I'd like to hear it from you. And that may indeed happen. We want to keep this communication, our conversations, truthful and loving, caring and open. And I will speak the truth to you. And I will be your pastor as you give me the opportunity. As this has unfolded, I believe the Holy Spirit has brought us together. Visiting Stephanie that day and then having her funeral service before I was even the interim here could have been nothing other than the work of the Holy Spirit. 
I give thanks that we will be sharing this ministry and that we are in God's hands in all that is to come. On the liturgical calendar, one more time, this is the name of Jesus. How good it is to begin a new year in the name of Jesus. You begin each day in the name of Jesus. We get up and say the Apostles' Creed of the Lord's Prayer. We begin the name in the day in the name of Jesus. How good it is to begin the new year together and to begin the new year sharing Holy Communion, Christ's risen presence. No symbol, the risen Lord present in our midst. The children's sermon focused on the name of Jesus, but also the other holy names or titles that define who Jesus is. What Jesus has done, what Jesus is doing, what Jesus will do yet in the future. Just a week after Christmas, there are some names that are related to Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany that I want to focus on for a minute. The name Jesus means the Lord saves. But Jesus is also called the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Chosen. Jesus is also Emmanuel, which means God with us. God is with us. In moments of transition, in moments of challenge, in new years, in new days and months, in the face of new people, God is with us. Although Jesus bears the heavenly identity as child of the Holy Spirit, Son of God, and fulfillment of the prophetic visions, Jesus is also called the illegitimate offspring of a young maiden who brought shame to her betrothed, to her father and family. The punishment, according to Deuteronomy, would be severe. But Joseph's character is revealed in Matthew 1, 18 to 21. Joseph being a righteous man, unwilling to expose Mary to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Joseph did as the angel commanded him. He took Mary as his wife, but he had no marital relations with her until the son was born, and he named him Jesus. In the 21st verse of Luke chapter 2, our gospel lesson at Jesus' circumcision on the eighth day, he is named and he is placed in the male Jewish covenant by the act of circumcision. Who is Jesus? Jesus is King of Kings, 
but he will be crucified because Herod, the king of the Jews, brings charges against Jesus. The king of kings crucified by a a puppet king of Rome. Jesus is teacher and Lord, but he will also be denounced by the scribes and Pharisees who are the interpreters and the teachers of the Holy Scripture. Jesus is Savior, but he will also be taunted on the cross that he can't even save himself. So who is Jesus? We have that beautiful hymn that we began the worship with. What child is this? Can a child save us? And who is he? Good Christians fear for sinners here, the silent word is pleading. Nails, spears shall pierce him through. The cross he bore for me, for you. Hail, hail the word made flesh. The babe, the son of Mary. Verse 2. This tells us it's not so much about Jesus' identity. It's more about our ability to recognize Jesus in our midst. Thanks be to God that Joseph did recognize Jesus as the one who saves us all and broke the law of Leviticus to follow the message from the angel. Since Jesus really is the one who saves, then we have reason to hope that we ourselves will be rescued from the sins we've inflicted on perhaps ourselves or even others, or on the garden. And those words of confession and absolution occurred again today. He is the one who saves. And this meal, Holy Eucharist, for the forgiveness of our sins, receiving the risen Christ, he saves us. Since Jesus really is the Son of the Most High, then we have reason to know that the corruption in our political or economic or social systems doesn't stand a chance to survive or overrule God's love for the world, for all people, and God's justice will overthrow self-serving systems that hurt and marginalize people and destroy the garden. Since Jesus really is God with us, then we have reason to trust that we are not alone and we are not forgotten. No matter how alone we might feel, we are not alone, not forgotten. And also those suffering in the Ukraine are not forgotten. Those suffering in Iran and Myanmar or any suffering from unjust, self-serving governments Those people are not alone. They are not forgotten by God. And that is a profoundly powerful truth. The hungry, the poor, those who suffer racial prejudice and any judgment against them, 
anyone because of who they are or what they look like or who they love. They are not alone nor forgotten by Almighty God. As we recognize and serve Jesus, and maybe in a new year we can recognize more clearly how clearly Jesus is with us, can we remember the words of the blessing that Emily read in the lesson from Numbers? The blessing of God on God's people, on God's earth, on God's creatures. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Let us hold those words close as we bless all others. Let our faces shine on each other and on all people. And let us live, give, and share peace with all. In Jesus' name, amen. The blessing of Almighty God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with each of you. Amen.